This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. They say do a podcast, so here we are. We do a podcast. Hey, Scazzeri, how are you? Oh, hi. No, this is Al. Eddie is uh, in I the back. I had my mind. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. Eddie Scazzari, no, how are you? I just <laughs> Eddie's having his lunch in the back office. I just saw him on the way in. I just said to him, Eddie, you're a bad guy. What, interesting way to end the show. Oh. And in my head, I wanted to bring that up to you at some point in the next 15 minutes. I see. And I wasn't looking at you. I was looking at Jenny Dell on TV on CBS Sports Network. Okay. And I just defaulted to Eddie Scazzari for some reason. Eddie ended today's program by playing a, a ranch you had uh, uh, saying that you don't care what, I forget, like I what our interests live are. live their lives the way they want to live them. Live I, their, I don't live care our what lives. you guys do, right? Right. Anybody that, it was part of, yeah, it was not a rant. It was part of the conversation yesterday with the guy that was getting on us. Charles. For how we, like, I, whatever, Your lack man. of pop culture. Different strokes for different folks. Right. Go live your life. I don't give a damn what everybody does. Right. That's all. Okay. I hope you, and you got it out of your system. It sounded good at the end of the show today. You know, I enjoyed I, I it. feel good about it. I mean, I could go on about it if you'd right. like, but no, I'm I'm good, man. You're good. I'm good. All right, Jerry, I have a, uh, yesterday we did sort of like a viewer mail type of situation. I like yesterday. Yesterday was good. Uh, today I have now have collected enough topics that I can do Four a hours. regular topic-driven podcast. All right, then. Topic number one, Jerry. Topic number one, survey says. Chick-fil-A has been named America's favorite restaurant chain. You know what's funny about that? Four years in a row. That's the number one restaurant chain. Yeah. Until I started working with Rutgers basketball, I had never had Chick-fil-A in my life. Really? And I've never purchased Chick-fil-A. I've okay. never stepped into one. I'm I they're and it's great because I get it on the Rutgers trips. That's always an option for our we get a bunch of meals when we go. Right. We get a meal for the bus ride to the plane, then there's a meal on the plane, and then when the plane lands, there's a meal Another at the hotel meal. waiting for us. That's all sometimes within this I'm not even kidding, within a span of two and a half hours. Um, Chick-fil-A is always an option for the bus ride. Yeah. And I never did it. I would always get a smoothie or I wouldn't get anything because I knew there would be food on the plane. But there were a couple of times this year where uh, I got there hungry and I didn't order anything and there was extra Chick-fil-A. And so the team managers would come over. You look hungry. Have a box of food. It's tremendous. What would you get at the Chick-fil-A? Well, there'd be different things. So sometimes you would end up with a box that had a chicken sandwich and waffle fries. Oh, love the waffle fries. Sometimes there would be a box that had, my God, had to be 14, not just nuggets, but like tenders. Strips. With a bag of chips. Yeah. And a huge fruit cup, which was oh, nice. amazing. You Very like that. fresh fruit. And then there was a, a grilled chicken sandwich that would be that in I some like. of the boxes as well with uh, fresh fruit and a parfait. Yeah, the the and the uh, grilled chicken sandwich comes on a whole wheat bun. Yeah, I, very good. With a pickle slice. And none of them, which I appreciate, 
uh, ever came with any like sauce or main. Like they yeah. gave you the packets right. to do yourself. That I like. Really good. Yes. So big Chick Fil A fan. So Chick Fil A, and they're not open on Sundays for religious reasons. How about that? Is that that's all over the country? Yeah, all over the I country. You were not allowed to. There's be also open. what's the place in Homedale? God darn, Home Goods. Home, Home Goods? Goods is another place that closes on Sunday for family time. Is that right? Yes. Well, I go from that story, Jerry, which is about uh, that's still considered fast food, Chick Fil A. Yeah, right. It's fast food. It is fast food. There's a new study out from Harvard University. I've heard of Harvard. Ever hear of them, Jerry? I have. It says that eating fast food, foods high in fat, processed foods can damage sperm permanently. Permanently. Yeah. Those with diets rich in fruit, veggies, chicken, and fish had higher sperm counts. You've never checked yours yet, have you? No. Than those on the, quote, Western diet, which is processed meats and junk food. Right. The Mediterranean diet. Which is what? Fish? Yeah. I feel like fish is in the Mediterranean. It is. A lot of fruits and vegetables, yeah. I believe. Although, I guess no shock fish. that eating, you know, pizza, candy, chips... Is going to lower your sperm count. Probably lowers everything. Vegetable oil. <laughs> right. That hardens like butter. <laughs> Some places they'll be like, this is made in vegetable oil. But like, see, that's a good thing. This is what I understand with the whole paleo diet and, yeah. or whatever. The, uh, is it paleo? What are the keto diet that these keto. guys are doing? Like all the, and they all look great. I'm not, I think it's wonderful. The they're keto their lives and, Yeah. But they're still dumping these. Drops of, and I, mean, I don't mean a drop. I mean like a a good chunk of butter in their coffee. And I'm not saying it doesn't taste good. Yeah. How in the world is that good for you? I'm not sure. Butter How is in your eating coffee? fat-laden red meat ultimately good for you in the long run? Right. With all the studies we've gotten now. Right. And yet they're losing weight. It's those, the carbs is what gets people, I guess. I, I guess. But in the long run, is that good for you? It's good to lose weight. I get it. How do you modify that, though, so that in the long run, all those, I mean, they eat an extraordinary amount of fat. Yeah. I can't imagine that's actually good. I once saw, saw a diet explained as, uh, if you want to lose weight, here's your diet. Um, don't eat bread. Eat anything else. <laughs> Which means no pasta. Right. No bread, no bagels. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. That I it, you could eat all the crap food you want as long as you're not eating bread carbs. And there's also, you know, move a little bit. And move a little that bit. That does help too. The end. The end. And if you want your sperm to move better, slow down on the pizza, candy, chips, high fat food, and processed meats. Things you really don't eat much of. I eat processed eat... meats though. Like I eat that uh, tur I eat turkey. Yeah, Lunch but that's not turkey. like it's also not like uh not like a Dak ham. A Dak ham? Right. Isn't Dak, isn't that one of those? Uh, That's a brand? Isn't that a brand of the canned ham? Canned ham? Yeah. But ham in not, a can? You're not eating. Like, see, when I think of processed foods, yeah. you're right. Boar's head turkey, theoretically, is processed food. Right. I think of processed food as Doritos. Right. <laughs> as, um, what are they called? Uh, Hot Pockets. Yeah. You know, frozen pizza. Hot pockets. That's what I think of as fro as processed yeah. foods. If the worst processed food you're going to eat is boar's head oven gold turkey, yes. you're doing all right. Okay. You're not eating Hormel chili with beans. Because sometimes people yell at me and go, oh, that uh, boar's head turkey is, is all processed food. You're going to die. 
I'm not well, going to die. I'm gonna die. Eat, but I, and I get my blood work done every year. I'm doing fine. And right. I eat boar's head turkey four times a week. Exactly. You think you have super sperm? No. Because you've been eating so clean now for so long. Not really, though. How do you know? I don't know. I would like to get it. I still would like to get it tested. You should. I don't know what you're waiting for. What, till you're 60? Well, let's go. Yeah. No, no, right. Maybe for my 50th birthday, Jerry, I'll have my sperm checked just to show how manly I am. That's not and a then great if gift. I, and then if I don't, if it doesn't come up manly, I'd be like, no, I never got that done. Most single guys that turn 50 get three hookers in Vegas for their birthday. Oh, that would You want to have your sperm checked. Yeah, just have my sperm checked and just brag about it at any type of gathering I have. Is that something you discuss with your parents at a gathering? A sperm account? Yeah. Uh, I like would... if they throw you a party for your 50th. Yeah. Will you, when you show up, yeah. at some point will the conversation get to, by the way, Sperm count. I'd like to get my sperm checked. Well, no, I'm assuming you've had it done by that. Oh. For your 50th. Yeah, I, I might bring that up to you my mother. My father would have no interest in discussing that with me. My mother would humor me. She would humor you? Yeah. Got it. All right. Just just so you guys know, my sperm count is, and I'd give the number, and of course, then I'd have to say the average man is blank. Right. Because I'd have to give it some context. Got it. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I get it. Oh, how about this? Uh... A man in France has invented a pill which will make your farts smell better. Okay? Guy by the name of Christian Poincheville. It's called Piluli Pet. It's a bizarre product, this uh, article says. Came up with the idea for the pills following a particularly foul-smelling meal where his dinner guests couldn't stand the odors he was emitting. We were at a table with friends after a copious meal when we nearly asphyxiated ourselves with our own smelly farts. The gas wasn't great for our table neighbors, so something had to be done about this. Thus, his company was born. He started this in 2007, these pills, selling them in several different scents. The fart pill is the result of lengthy research and trials and is on sale since 2007. And we're just hearing about it now? Yes. Uh, the pills come in these scents, Jerry. What does it mean, the pills? That's what you're going to emit? Yeah. So you take these pills, and then when you fart, this is what your farts smell like. Christmas chocolate. Christmas chocolate? Yeah. As opposed to Easter chocolate? Uh, evidently. What is Christmas chocolate? What does that mean? I guess it probably has like a pepper, pepperminty smell too. Uh, St. Valentine's ginger, violet, and rose. Let me ask you, what smells better, your ass or your breath? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> or what smells worse, your breath or your ass? Uh, here's uh, more information, Jerry. It says it's not just people I can benefit. There's fart powder for dogs. Come on, dude. What are yeah. we doing? Fart powder. Because your dogs do smelly farts as well. I don't have a dog, so I'm oh. good. You have cats, though. Do cats pass gas? Not that I've ever noticed. Ever. You've never noticed a cat no. fart. I have, I'm not saying they haven't. I'm saying I haven't right. noticed it. Because some people have big problems with their dogs Although, farting. It is funny. <laughs> The house smelled like peppermint chocolate the other day, oh. and I thought Kim maybe had some candles burning. Perhaps it was my cat running around just passing wind. Right. Maybe your cat had some of these pills. Ay, ay, ay. That's right, Jerry. You'd be in for that. Uh, no, because I'd be nervous what it was doing to my internal system. <laughs> hey, man, he's 50. He's on his deathbed. Why? <laughs> he took fart pills. 
He is dying, but the good news is his farts smell like roses. All right, what else? <laughs> good Lord. All right, what else? Well, unfortunately, I have another related sort of story, Jerry. Oh, two stories in this realm? Two stories in this realm. This comes to us from uh, Melrose, Massachusetts. I miss Melrose Place. You ever used to watch that show? I did watch that. Heather uh, Locklear. Yeah. Courtney Thorne Smith. Yes. Yeah, she was in it too. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Was, no, she was in Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. What else you got, Eddie? Uh, Melrose, Massachusetts. A tornado of poop. Oh, my God. Hit residents in Massachusetts last week after an underground blockage caused raw sewage to expel from toilets. Oh. Happened to four homes in Melrose, which is 10 miles north of Boston. Uh, Quote, I was getting ready for work, and then I heard a bubble. It was a crazy scene. It literally just spun and flowed out of the toilet. Quote, a tornado. This happened in their house? Yeah. Oh, a woman, God. A woman grabbed her cell phone, of course, and started of course videoing it. And then she got showered with crap. The woman captured the moment. Quote, a tornado of poop started forming and started spewing out. It shows a dark, murky liquid All right. okay. bursting from the Are toilet bowl. to make me throw up? She said it destroyed everything, Did including... Incli- Listen to this. It destroyed everything, including her wedding dress floors, walls, and the entire bathroom. It will cost $8,000 to get rid of her, uh, the sewage out of the home, according to the Boston Globe. It costs a lot more than that when they have to knock the home down and rebuild. Yeah. You ever wonder why stories like this don't happen to us? Yes. I had a, when I first moved back to New Jersey in 2001, I lived in Metuchen, New Jersey. Yeah. I had an apartment there. And uh, one day... From my kitchen sink, I heard a gurgling. Okay. And sewage backed up into the kitchen sink. Sewage? Yeah, it smelled like... Sewage. Poop. A tornado of poop. And were you ever able to use that sink again? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I did. Because you were normal back then. I was, right. I probably was like, oh, just clean it up. You rolled with punches back then. (laughs) I did roll with the punches back then. Now, if I had a tornado of poop in my sink, I'd... Everything's for sale. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're sleeping in your car. I didn't even like look into why did this happen. Sure. You I remembered just... it was a rainy day. Okay. So maybe the su- the Now you'd call 911. <laughs> 911, can I help you? There's yeah. shit in my <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep doing that. Stop. 911, there's poop backing up in my kitchen sink. It's so weird. What do I do? Send the Can you send the police, please? Uh... <laughs> What is the address you're calling from? Yeah, I don't think they're sending anybody. You think if I called and said there was a tornado of poop in my kitchen, I wouldn't get I responders? I think they hang up on you. Responders for what? No, they, they legally have to respond to 911. To what, though? My 911 call. But that's not an emergency. Mm, to me, it is. To you, it is, but it's not a, an emergency. So you don't think they'd have to respond? I do not. But then if something I happened think they to would me, say, I'd sue sir, the city. Sir, call a plumber. An emergency plumber? You know how much Whoever, they cost? Just don't call the cops. Are you out of your mind? Jerry, they'd be, I might send the cops to arrest you for wasting my time. There'd be cops all deep in this. Yes. What else you got? <laughs> Calling with the tornado of poop. All right, here's a story, Jerry. I never understood this, but a new study finds that 25% of people, that's a quarter of people, they don't lock their front door. That is stupid. It takes nothing to it's lock. It's not smart. 
And I am guilty of doing it, too. Really? Yeah, not at night, though. At night, we always lock the door, but yeah. there are many in the afternoon, especially, uh, and I'll stop doing it because I'm aware of it. Yeah. But there's many days that I will go home, and I'll have about an hour and 20 minutes before I go, go pick up my boys from school, that I will just lay on the couch with the door wide open right. and take a nap. I don't know why. It's like it's too much of an effort to get up. The minute I walk in my house and shut the door, I lock the door. Right. You also you take the blinds down. <laughs> yeah. You don't want anybody looking in. Yep. It's dark. Turn the lights on. Yes. No, I'm I'm the opposite. I get home. I want everything open. I'm always prepared for a home invasion. You live in an apartment building. <laughs> Who isn't invading your apartment? Pro- hopefully no one. But I'm ready for them. I've got cameras. I've got double locked doors. I know. I know. I've got I know, security. I've got guard dogs, Doberman pinchers. You have pellet guns ready? I have I've I have uh real guns ready, Jerry. No, you don't. I've got There's no chance. pit bulls blocking you have nothing. my you have doors. None of, this. none of this. German shepherds no, mixed with Doberman pinchers. Okay. They're armed as well. Keep spewing lies. I have uh pit bulls with metal teeth as my guard dogs. So I welcome you to break into my home. See what you'll be getting. Right on. A mouthful of metal well, teeth. Here's all I would steal from your place. Yeah. Any electronics I can find. <laughs> I'm looking for iPads. Yeah, it's even like an older iPad. It's not I'd even still worth take it. it. You would. I mean, there's nothing else in your apartment I would want, I don't think. Legitimately, an iPad. Just because I know you. Right. I take your computer. I don't even have a real computer anymore. You have a laptop, I'm sure. No, my iPad is all for I real? have. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm taking the iPad then. Is that really the only reason I'm bringing it to your apartment? Yeah. You'd be so disappointed. Well, let me ask you this. Funny or not funny? Oh, is this a new category, a new topic? We can do that. Funny, funny or not, or not funny. funny. Saw this in the Post on Sunday. What do you mean the Post? Oh, you read the Post. It's called the New York Post. I thought you said you listened to the Post. No, no, no. I saw this in the Post on Sunday. Okay. Guy out of London is going on a man trip, a little uh, going for a bachelor party. London man trip. Yes. Okay. So... Listen, I would like to think, and I could be wrong, but I would think in most cases, most spouses are not thrilled when their other spouse is going on a three-day bachelor party. Man trip, yeah. So I can't imagine Gina would be thrilled if you were going on a bachelor party to Vegas. No, she would not. For Tom Lugauer's wedding. She would not like Conversely, I cannot imagine you would be thrilled. I'm sure you don't. At the end of the day, you don't mind, but right. you're not going to be thrilled if she went on a bachelorette party to Nashville right. for three days with a bunch of 30-year-old girls that are looking to get party. the rocks off for a few days. Get the rocks off. Right. I think that's, is that a fair assumption? That's very fair. I think there's an exception to the rule that there are some couples that just don't give a damn what the other one right. does, but I would think most would not be thrilled. Right. So a guy out of London is going on a bachelor party, and the bachelor party I think was in Spain, I forget, some island in Spain. And maybe it was Greece. It might have been Greece. So she was going to have some fun with him. She put, after he was packed, she put a bottle of water in his suitcase to make sure that he got stopped at security. What she also put in his suitcase were four sex toys. (laughs) So when he goes through security, the water set the alarms off. Right. They usher him down. They make him open the suitcase. He opens the suitcase, they find the water, then they go through the suitcase, and then they take out a double-sided dildo, mm-hmm. 
a rubber vagina. Right. And there's people all around. Yes. And he's got all these things up in the airport. Right. Funny or not funny? Well, generally I would say funny, but I don't like messing with airport security. Well, the, the guard kind of laughed. Right. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it was nothing. Right. He didn't get arrested. It was a bottle of water. She didn't put. And you're allowed to have sex toys in your luggage if you want. Yes. It wasn't like she put, hey, this will be funny. I'll put a bottle of water in and some M80s for the 4th of July. That's going to get him arrested. That's true. Good point, Jerry. So it was in good fun. Right. But really embarrassing. Right. So funny or not funny? I'll go funny then. You'll go funny. So if Gina put a dildo in your backpack as you were going through. I would get her back the minute she was like, you uh, would. All right. So that's how that would play out. Yeah. They'll go, you can have your fun, but be on the lookout. Yes. All right. That's fair. I would get her back, Jerry, for sure. A double-sided one, huh? Double-sided, yeah. Jerry, I'm going to close today's podcast with uh, one postcard we got from Brian in Jersey City. He sent a postcard from Greece, actually, Santorini. That sounds lovely. Santorini, Greece. I would go to Greece. Greece is a place I'm interested in. Uh, He says that— Best beaches in the world, I believe. uh, Yes, I've heard that. Uh, They are uh, moving back to New Jersey. They were in London, and the online streams and podcasts helped him connect to home. But before they came back, they were going to go to Greece. He says, for Jerry, here's what he would recommend about Greece and why this is nice. He says, for Jerry, picturesque picturesque scenery, relaxing sun-drenched pools, and great cocktails overlooking the Mediterranean. I'm in. I'm in. Ferretti, the best wine, lots of dogs, and the history of ancient Greece. For Al, plenty of European tourists to watch and judge. Uh, delicious coffee and very few groups of teenagers. Well, this sounds like uh, Shangri-La for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Why don't we move the show to Greece? All right, we're going to Greece. Thank you, Brian, in Jersey City. Imagine going from London to Greece to Jersey City. <laughs> Good Lord. Right. What a bummer. London to Greece to the Newport Mall. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. And I don't mean Newport Beach. No, you mean Newport, Jersey City. I do, yes. That All right, Jerry, funny. the warm-up program is that. That went fast. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, I'm fascinated to see where Al starts this thing today on a Thursday because for the Mets, well, more of the same. For the Yankees, well, more of the same. So we see where you like to go, Spring Lake boy. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I would say this. The difference between the Mets and the Yankees was all in what we saw in the beginnings of the games yesterday. The Yankees go down 5 nothing And win. And we don't really have a lot of concern because you know they'll hit some home runs. They're down 9 nothing in a game. You don't panic. You don't panic you if don't. it's early. Yeah. Where the Mets were up 4 nothing, And you panic. And you said you were waiting for them uh, to blow the game. Yeah. And they did. I went to bed. I texted you when I woke up. You did. Because I went to sleep with Jason Vargas throwing a one-hitter. A one-hitter. One-hitter. Into the sixth inning. And up 4 nothing, And I literally said to myself when I woke up, let's see if the Mets blew this one. Yeah. And I went to the little app on the phone. Yep. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. And I just watched how it happened this morning. Oh, wow. You blew it. It's, but a strikeout ended the inning. Yes. And then it didn't because it got away. Oh. Uh, and Jay Bruce. God darn. The former Met with the walk-off 
They gave him a double on that. Walk yeah, well, it was double. a double. It was a why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I kind of feel like the ball one hopped the fence. And a, oh, it went over the fence. It one hopped the fence. Are you saying it one hopped over the fence or one hopped? Did I say hit over at any point. I don't know. One hopped so the confused. fence. One but he only needed it to stay at first base. It doesn't matter. It's a double. I say we drill him his next at bat for, Go for showing it. us up. Then they'll still lose. What difference <laughs> does it make? I mean, honestly. Mm. And he almost hit a home run earlier in the game. Jay Bruce. And he was the one, I say the one hitter. Jay Bruce had a double. Jay Bruce. In the whatever inning it was, second inning or something. Was on fire. He was, well, he was last night, yeah. And the Yankees hit their 29th uh, straight game with a home run. Why the hell not? That's just going to keep going. The only thing that's going to ruin it. Would you say it, 93? Yeah, 93, 93 games is my prediction. I said 36. Shatter the record. You The, the air. I London. will say this. If the air in London stops them from hitting a home run one game, that will be the stupidest thing ever. And no one will care. Well. Nobody will care. Really? You don't think we'll get you, calls? Hold, no, time out. hold on. Hold on a second. Yes. Were you aware of this team home run record before Monday? I was not aware okay. of this record. No one will care. So no one's going to care. <laughs> no one's going to care. Mm. <laughs> it is funny that we've made a big deal about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's one of those things that really nobody was aware of. No one cares. Until they started to approach the number. Right. It's not like, you know, the 56-game hitting streak or, you know, 61 home runs back in the day. Right. This was whatever. It's almost like a made-up record. Fake news. Sad. I'm not calling it fake. It's real. Oh, oh, it's real. But it wasn't at the forefront. Right. If the Pirates did it, would you care? No. Right. Exactly. That's fair, Jerry. But if Starling Marte hits 77 home runs this year, would you care? Yeah, I'll care about that. Right. Real record. Oh, I see what you're saying. Record that the people don't care about. Don't care. Right. A Yankee fan can care. Right. We don't care. We will get calls from Yankee fans, though, if they don't, if one of the games in London, they don't hit a home run. That's a Fugazi Stadium. The air in London's full of fog. They didn't get sleep because of the airplane ride. Well, also, didn't they, and I didn't see the dimensions, but didn't they say center field was only 385? Oh, they got that. In London, I think. Yeah. Well, you would think. Unless that they're you know hitting through pea soup, right? We'll see. Do you, do you think in London that the fans will do what the fans do for the NFL games, which the wave? Is, no, uh, yeah, they're they will do, do the wave. wave, but also show up in random yes, MLB team jerseys. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because like in London, when the Jaguars play the Titans, or we give well, you them... know the Cowboys played in London three years ago, and there were people with jerseys from all over the place. Yeah. This is just where you show your sports yeah. fandom. Yeah. I, yes, 100%. I think you'll see Tampa Rays jerseys. Yeah, big fans right, in London of the them. Tampa Rays. But yes, you will. I think you'll see Dodger jerseys for sure, Giant jerseys, any of these bigger teams, not the Marlins okay. or, the, or the Rays. But yeah, I think so. I That's think, fair. I think you'll see someone will wear a Vladimir Guerrero Montreal Expo jersey. How about that? You know what? There will be someone in a Marlins jersey. Marlins man will probably be sitting behind home plate at the London games. All right. Jason Vargas, Jerry, spoke a little bit more about his interaction with Tim Healy of Newsday. Yeah, and he said something that I kind of intimated the other day that I do believe. Oh, what is this? Not all the information's out there. I'm There has to be said. something more to this story than see you tomorrow. He said there's more. Perhaps you don't. What did he say? I don't think all the information is really out there. Yes. I, I Maybe Tim Healy put him in a headlock and said, mm, what do you got, I don't know about that. Vargas? Have you seen Tim Healy? He's a smaller gentleman. I know, I'm asking you. I, have, I don't I know. I have seen Tim Healy. Okay. Uh, average build. Is he headlock worthy? Uh, I don't think he would put a player in a headlock. Probably not. 
Maybe he said to Jason Vargas, your mama wears combat boots. Very possible. That would be something else. That I would agree. not... Would, would you have accepted Jason Vargas's um, the reaction of if last night Jason Vargas said, well, what you guys don't know is that Tim Healy said to me... I would accept that. Your mama wears combat boots. I would accept that. Me too. Here's the I would thing. have just made that up if I was Here's Vargas. the thing about this. Vargas gave a half-ass apology mm-hmm. the other day because he was told he had to, clearly. Right. I mean, I don't know that, but if you watched Fake it, apology. he was told, yes. yes. Mickey Calloway did not want to apologize, and he was forced to and sent back out to, Right, which tells me something else happened. I want to get to the bottom of it. Give Al a credential. Give me a credential. Go I investigate. Must, I must speak to Tim Healy. There's I'm no sorry. There's no way that that's all he said. Hmm. Hey, Vargas. Hey, Mickey. Your mama's wear combat ca- What is it? Combat boots? Combat boots. Your mama's wear combat boots. There was something out there on social media that I will not repeat Ooh. because I do not know if it's true or not. I think it's true. Let us know what it is. So just say I, the sources say. But when I read it, my thought was I would have snapped on him too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What was it? I'm, I'm not going to well, tell you. Can't, you I'm not going to spread that. Just don't tell us no. where it came from. No. You're not going to spread Because I'm not putting that out rumors? there. Like I said, it was social media, so it could have been made up. All I'm saying is it made sense. If it happened, you would get the reaction you got from it. Where on social media might me and the listeners go to see what this is? Well, the social media. That's a big area, Jerry. Social media is huge. It's on the internet. On the internet? The worldwide. Anybody call it the worldwide women? (laughs) Yeah, the the information superhighway, are you saying? (laughs) That too. Where's AOL mail? (laughs) (laughs) Hop on the information superhighway. Exactly. And uh, the NBA, Jerry, is exploring shortening the season from 82 games to what though to as low as this is the low end 58. 58 yeah yeah i don't like 58 but i like something in the 60s i think makes sense now why when baseball has this discussion do all the old man baseball purists come out and go you can't you don't affect the records why? nba doesn't seem to care about see, any of their records well, who does that see i feel like most people want major league baseball to go back to 154 Really? Well, that doesn't seem like anything. It's not, but if you want comparable records, let's go back to when they played 154 games, which makes sense to me. Here's what I would do if if I was the NBA. Me personally, and I I don't think you need to go back to 58, I would go back to 75 and give each team a one-week buy or something. A bye week in the NBA? Yeah, so all of a sudden, if you need to kind of replen your body a little bit, you get a break in the middle of the season. That you can, re- and I don't know how you, but the season's so long. To give each team a week off, or maybe each division gets a week off at the same time, these guys get a bit, they'd have the all star break, and then they'd have a bye week. If you can't play under those conditions, then you can't play. Makes sense. What about this? On your week off, the Harlem Globetrotters play in your place. Fine. I mean, they, they only have like five teams playing 250 dates already every year, so why not? Because they would destroy any team, Jerry. I don't know if you've seen their trick plays. Mm. They These would dominate. The, the Globetrotters? Yeah, the Globetrotters. They still play in the Generals? Uh, Well, I actually don't think they do. They play a different team I now? I think so. We went and saw them, believe it or not, at the Meadowlands. You did? Like five years ago, right after the Meadowlands. Well, maybe it was longer than that, when the Meadowlands had closed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was good, but it was different. I don't think it was the generals, though. They do still do that thing where they throw up the water feathers, yeah, or like uh, yeah. confetti buckets. Yeah, and was your it, kids was it confetti? It? I thought there were yeah. feathers. Oh no, oh, maybe it's uh, feathers, confetti, Jerry. 
I don't get into the specifics with the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, just that they are a dominant basketball team, and I never understood why they're not in the NBA. What I didn't like was they fell in the game I went to. They fell behind by a lot. Is that right? And they had a fan vote. Do you want to allow like a seven point shot to see if they can tie? And of course, everybody said yes, and they made it from like three quarter court. So they should have lost. We got to take a break though. Like oh, we're long. Off. Yeah, what a ripoff. Uh, Al, we haven't even got to any stories, so he'll hold Those them until stories. The, after the break. Uh, not really. Until after the break, and then Boomer and Geo will join us next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes to the top. Uh, this is not a movie. This is actually true that the Yankees won again in comeback fashion, and, and the Mets were winning 4 nothing. And Jason Vargas was throwing a one-hitter in the sixth inning. They lost. All right, Al, what else you got? Jerry, Bob Lay. Is that how you say his Are name? Are you serious? Bob Lay? Bob Lay? <laughs> Please tell me that's a joke. Bob Lee. Lay. Lee? Bob Lee, Al. Bob oh Lee. God. He's retiring, Jerry, after 40 years. Yeah, and you really care so much about it, you thought his name was Lay. Yeah, it's one of those things when you're about to speak into the microphone. I hope in 20 years someone says, is Al Ducks retiring? <laughs> well, that would be rude. <laughs> you think? Jesus As I started to say Bob Lee, I saw in my brain L-E-Y, and I thought Lay. Now, if it was L-A-Y, I could see you saying Lay. Yeah. Jerry, Bob Lee is retiring. Do you watch anything sports-related? Yeah, spor- I watch sports. 40 years. Are you impressed or not impressed, Jerry? But he made it 40 years yeah, with 40 one company. Years. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to be 50 this year. I did the math. That means I was 10 when that guy started yeah. at ESPN. Hey. Yeah, me too. Well, I was less than that. I was five. And he looked like, like a child when he yeah. started. But I feel like over the years, I feel like he... he uh, what? Was not there sometimes. So this he is, had All right, be. so let me ask you this. So a guy like Bob Lee... Yeah. Did outside the lines... So I guess you get paid because you're doing all the work and prep for that show yeah. that airs once a week? I suppose. Like, what does a guy like Neil Best do? Today? Meaning, he's, yeah, like he doesn't write a column every day. Right. So is that Research. a full-time job? I think so. To write a column twice a week? Yes, you got to keep up on what's Mike doing, what's well, what do Joe do and Evan doing. You'll listen to WFAN. So that Take when notes. you sign your contract, yes. your 40-hour work week mm-hmm. to write your two articles, right. which we enjoy, includes listening and watching. Like, that's your job. Research, yeah. How do we get that job? I would think so. You have that job. You listen like, to this program. Right, but we still come in. Oh, we also come to work. And we put in our 36 40 hours. hours a week. Well, no, I don't really do 40. 40 plus hours. 36, probably. All right. That sounds fun, no? It does. So you're impressed with Bob Lee? I mean, I'm impressed that he's got staying power for 40 staying years. Power, yes, right. I would say so. And that, he's been here 28 years. Is that right? 30. 30 years, 30 years this uh, later. Are you impressed wow. about Eddie Scazzari? I am. I am impressed by that. Bob Lee, 40. Eddie Scazzari, 30. Years. I'd love to see uh, Eddie and Bob Lee work together. Seventy, And I would say 70 years experience. Do you think Bob Lee has had the same producer for 40 no. years? No. Those guys coming and Why? going. TV producers do very well. Well... I mean, you've been here for how long? Almost 12 years. Right. So why wouldn't a TV producer stick with Bob Lee? I need another... You've been riding Boomer's coattails for the last 11. (laughs) 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 It's a Thursday (laughs) Yankees box office blitz. Listen this hour and every hour until 6 p.m.